Nevada GOP chairman says that Trump is going to win the election. Amazon, Apple, and Google have a coordinated attack to take down Parler. Pakistan is hit by possibly the world's biggest blackout in history. And Kim Jong-un threatens the United States as Trump's term supposedly ends. We're getting into all this and more. Before we get into this, please drop a like, subscribe to the notifications on new videos single day. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this content that help fund and support the show. Now, let's get into this. Trump will become more powerful than ever before. Strike me down and I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Trump very soon. So Trump has built his whole career off his name and influence, branding out every type of business. Now his name and influence is bigger than ever, and every big business has censored him. Trump is about to become more powerful than ever. Trump has a support from Americans in the outrage of socialists to drive any new business venture to new heights. Spotify, Shopify ban him. He could go make his own e-com platform. Twitter ban him. He can make his own social media. Apple might ban him if he does create his own social media. He can then make his own operating system. The mainstream media won't show his speeches. He'll make his own news network. Being president was holding Trump back from creating all of this. The left has no idea the monster they have created. A monster in a good way. 75 million Americans will follow Trump to hell and back. And another 50 million socialists will follow him because they want to see what he has to say. Trump, as president or not, his influence is unmatched. So if Trump doesn't become president, I still want you guys to be excited for what's coming. World changing. And that's the kind of the idea that I got when Trump said it's only begun. When Trump says that, my, what clicked in my head was when Trump's out of office, we're taking the fight not only to the politicians, but to big tech. That's where the fight is going. And that's... That's what I got. That's, that was my takeaway from when Trump said that because I'm seeing this as I'm seeing Trump for who he is. We know his whole entire business is built off of him being a marketing genius, leveraging his name and leveraging his influence. We see it all the time. The left, oh, Trump has a million failed businesses and they list it off. You're like, damn, Trump, is, Trump has tried everything. It seems like most of it failed, but that's business. You just try everything. I, I, most of my ventures failed. So now I'm seeing it now. Trump is the biggest the biggest name. He is the biggest name right now in the world. Puts his name on anything. Puts his stamp of approval on anything. And that will be a $100 billion company overnight. Be excited for the future. Us Republicans, we're about to take over the tech industry. They ban us on everything, on socials, to the app store, even down to the hosting service providers. What happens next? We make our own socials. We make our own hosting and eventually our own app store. Big tech has not realized this, but they've opened up a huge hole for us to enter the market. This is the start. This is, this is bad in the, in the short term, but amazing in the long. This is a start to a new era. So we're seeing it right now. Big tech is losing control. They want to censor everything. They want to take off anything, everything. They want to take us off the internet. And what is happening as a result? Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are leaving Twitter. Their stock literally took a $1.3 billion hit in the after-hour trading after they banned Trump. And the reason why they did it on a Friday, because the next day if the market was open, they would have tanked by 20 to 30%. On opening. Seeing that, investors see that. Investors, at the end of the day, 
I mean, the big Wall Street guys, at the end of the day, don't really care about your party affiliation. They don't care about your politics, for the most part. They want to see numbers. They want to see raw numbers. They want to see engagement. They want to see what drives the market. What drives the market? Engagement, revenue, um, influence of the platform. That's what drives the market. That's what they see. So if half of America is leaving a particular platform, they're going to dump. And half of America is going over to another platform. They're going to pump. And that's just how it works. And these trillion, this trillion-dollar industry has not realized the damage that they've inflicted to themselves. The Democrats, who claim billionaires are evil, are siding with multi-trillion dollar businesses against Trump. These people will never realize that they're being played. It seems like the Democrats are okay with tyranny, as long as it's on their side. Once the tyranny turns on them, we won't be there to help. And that tyranny will eventually turn on them. Amazon is booting Parler off its web hosting service. So at midnight tonight on Sunday, they will be booted off. Now, I guess if you are you do use Parler, I would want you guys to go download America Now News right now in the App Store. So this way, when Parler goes dark, you can still hear from me, America Now News, in the App Store. Rated five stars. We just passed Fox. So Amazon's suspension of Parler's account means that unless it can find another host, once the ban takes place on Sunday, Parler will go offline. Amazon notified Parler that it would be cutting off the social networks favored by conservatives and extremists from its cloud hosting service, Amazon Web Services, according to the email obtained by BuzzFeed News. The suspension, which will go into effect on Sunday, just before midnight, means Parler will be unable to operate and will go offline unless it finds another web hosting service. People on Parler use a social media network to stoke fear, spread hate, and coordinate an insurrection at the Capitol building on Wednesday. I mean, you can literally apply that to Facebook, <laughs> to Twitter. <laughs> you have politicians calling for riots on Twitter publicly. The app has recently been overrun with death, death threats, celebrations of violence, and posts encouraging patriots to march in Washington, D.C. with the weapons on January uh, 19th. Well, I did not see one person with a weapon out there. Let's be real. The day before the inauguration of the president-elect, Joe Biden. Oh, no, I'm talking about on the 6th. I didn't see any weapons. Um, let's just go through really quickly what the CEO says. And I'm going I'm to give you my two cents. And I'm going to give you guys the um, unpopular truth of my beliefs on this situation. So John Maz at John. Sunday, tomorrow at midnight, Amazon will be shutting off our services in an attempt to completely remove free speech off the Internet. There's a possibility Parler will even be unavailable on the internet for up to weeks as we re rebuild from scratch. We prepared for events like this by never relying on Amazon's proprietary infrastructure and build bare metal products. We will try our best to move to a new provider right now as uh, we have uh, many competing for our business. However, Amazon, Google, and Apple purposely did this in a coordinated effort, knowing our options would be limited and knowing this would inflict the most damage right as President Trump was banned from the tech companies. This was a coordinated attack by the tech giants to kill competition in the marketplace, but we're too successful too fast. You can expect a war on competition and free speech to continue, but don't count us out. Hashtag speak freely. I agree with what he says. I agree that this is Amazon's attempt to, and you know, and Apple's attempt to squash free speech. But I have to play devil's advocate. I always have to play devil's advocate. I do that every single time. Parler does not have any form of moderation system, at least to my knowledge. They grew too fast, too quick, and they do not have the infrastructure to keep up with what is being posted 
on their on their website the posts i mean I, you have to be real that stop lying to ourselves because we want a free speech platform the app for the last three years has barely ever been updated there's no trending tab there's no uh you know um uh the, the explore algorithm doesn't have any doesn't have any algorithm you, it's hard to search for content it, it's a bare bones app and it's been like that for three years and it's been trending number one multiple times throughout the years you think that they would have upgraded the app um, functionally. So I have reason to believe based on how I see this app run. You don't need billions of dollars to do it. You can literally do it with a, a, a couple coders and pay the minimum wage. <laughs> it's not that hard to do. So I believe that because they just do not have the infrastructure to keep up with the content moderation because there are death threats on it. There are wacky, crazy stuff being said on it. Stuff that, does, that doesn't fall in line with free speech. You know what I mean? It, it, that's still like calling for death threats i'm sorry at the end of the day that should be removed i don't care who you're calling it for that should be removed that's an incitement of violence that's a call to violence that's illegal that's where the line should be drawn at where does the speech become illegal that should be the line you know saying that women should use women's bathrooms that should be fine that shouldn't be moderated but if you're saying so and so should be hung i mean i i'm sorry but you got you got to draw a line somewhere and the line should be drawn at being illegal and I think that's why Apple, Google, and Amazon, it, it leaves the doorway open for them to say, hey, look, you can't run your app properly. It, it's a danger and a threat to society because you can't moderate your content. We need to take you down. It gives them the ability to say that. Now, if the app had the proper the proper uh, moderation, the, the, like or at least the system, because Facebook and Twitter and all them, they get away with it because at least the hosting servers, they all know, and in the uh, app stores, they all know that they have a large infrastructure and they're trying their best to keep all illegal speech off of there. And obviously, these you know these big tech companies, they go more than just illegal speech. They go to the yeah, speech we don't like, obviously. But at, at least these companies, these hosting companies, they know that these big tech companies are making a, a big effort to remove uh, illegal activity. Parler, it's almost like there has been no effort at all. They just don't have the infrastructure to do it. And I think that's what the biggest problem is. Now, Parler also being a free speech platform does you know, set off more red flags for them to be taken down. But they're pretty much just leaving the doorway open to be taken down. It's like if I go on Facebook and I say, everyone, let's go, you know, blank that person and i get banned oh no free speech facebook ban me it's free oh censor is free speech. It's like no you're just asking to get taken down at that point you know so that's my two cents that's my unpopular opinion with you guys i'm not lying to you guys i'm not trying to hype you guys up with the bs that you want to hear i'm just telling you guys how it is What's going on? I'm, I'm being devil's advocate, and I'm playing both sides to just broaden our understanding and possibilities of what's going on. But anyways, Parler has gotten taken off the App Store and the Google Store. But you can download my app, America Now News, in the App Store, coming to Google very soon, to stay updated on all the news all throughout the day, especially when Parler goes offline. So go download America Now News in the App Store. The Nevada GOP chairman put out a letter, a statement, saying that Trump will be the next president. Now, he goes into, I don't know if he knows anything, but we're going to go through what he said. And it seems like, I'll be honest, it seems like it aligns with a lot of the stuff 
people are saying on the internet, like how Trump could possibly be president. But let's go into exactly what he says. As I write to you today, I have no doubt that in this letter you may find it that you uh, crushed under the weight of despair or perhaps lost in a maze of confusion. It is my hope that the time you finish reading this letter, you will be able to confidently join millions of others who support the president in another four years. Let me be clear. Trump will be the president for another four years. Biden will not be. Yes, I know those are shocking words in these crazy days. I have been approached by many uh, saying it's over and Trump conceded the election. Nothing of that sort has taken place. Go back and listen to the videos all the way through. At no point does Trump even mention Biden's name. At no point does he say he concedes. He does say that there will be a peaceful transition to a new administration. And he does say... That this is only the beginning. Those phrases are important to note. Indeed, we will have a new administration made up of a new vice president and a cabinet, as the current ones have all made their treason complete. I will touch on this in more detail shortly. Now, when I was up to this point in, in, in the reading, it made me see that he probably doesn't have any like inside scoop, inside information. He's pretty much just saying... Uh, at least at this point, because there's a lot of like, oh, yeah, well, he didn't say that. Well, Pelosi's doing that. Like all these sketchy, weird things that are going on that could lead into a direction that they're afraid Trump is going to win somehow. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying like there's a lot of weird stuff going on. <sighs> he continues. We do well to remember that for more than four years, Donald Trump has been five steps ahead of everyone in every attempt to derail him, impeachment or confound him. Uh, for example, he announced on election night in early hours in the morning that he didn't want a dump of ballots at 4 a.m. What happened in a few short hours? At almost exactly 4 a.m., a huge dump of ballots took place, which showed that he already knew that this was going to take place. That was a public word to the enemies of the country that he was onto them. Also, considering the recent incident at the Capitol building in D.C., Trump was late to his speaking engagements and then spoke on a number of rehashed things to the crowd of 500,000 plus. But this created a problem. You, you know what? That's another thing that the Democrats aren't talking about, how big the crowd was that came out to support Trump. All that they're showing is, oh, uh, old Trump supporters, tens of thousands of people uh, rampaged through the Capitol, which is a false, which is a lie. But they never talk about the Trump's size of the crowd. Was it one of the biggest in history? Was it, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, how big was it? That they don't, they don't really, I haven't seen anything putting it to scale. Uh, but this created a problem. You see, if Trump had spoken on time and briefly, the MAGA crowd would have been at the Capitol building with the Antifa infraction and likely would have drawn into the fray by accident and confusion due to the crowd size. With Trump speaking late and long, the MAGA crowd was protected and separated from the Antifa groups. It would be very clear that the distinguished Antifa people were 95% of the people in the building. Again, this, this, he's referring to the people that stormed the Capitol building because there's only like a few dozen, apparently. People believe it was the Antifa groups, but I don't know. It seemed it, it, there could have been a few Antifa in there, but it seemed like a lot of them were uh, Trumpers. I'm not going to lie. Again, Trump countered because he was steps ahead of them. This was clearly a stage, uh, stage meant to blame Trump supporters and try to frame Trump so the 25th Amendment could be used by Congress, but it failed.
Never mind the numerous videos showing the police opening the gates for Antifa. They didn't fight their way in and then leading them through the building. That is true. We, we did see whether they were Antifa or not. I mean, it, 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 we, I want to be intellectually honest. It's pretty hard to tell if they were all Antifa. There could have been a few undercover. Uh, but there were videos of them being let in and taken through the building. I say all of this as only two examples out of many that at, that at no point has our president been in the fight of desperation. Now you may ask, why hasn't Trump arrested anyone yet? Why did this have to all go the, all the way to Congress? Multiple reasons. First, Trump has been admin in following the rule of law of the Constitution. He gives everyone, no matter how dirty, an opportunity to do the right thing. Sometimes with warnings, such as a phone call with the Georgia Secretary of State recently. He pushed cases through the courts, he presented evidence to legislators, and he even told the vice president to do the right thing. But this, the portrayal by Pence and Congress, the treason, is now complete. And nobody can say that Trump did not allow the process to finish before acting. Second, in order to drain the swamp, you have to know who the swamp creatures are. They can blend in very well with the crowds, but the false event of the Capitol revealed the final traitors who they were regardless of uh, politi- pol- regardless of political affiliation, Trump flushed them out of hiding. I mean, that is true. Now, this is the thing. I'm going to continue reading in a second. The, the, the thing that's like tr- hard, like it could all just be a bunch of coincidences that you put together into a story when it comes to these types of theories. I hope it's true. I want it to be true. So don't, don't try to get me, oh, you're just knocking. You're just conceding the election. No, not at all. I want it to be true. I do think it's a, a very possibility. But when we're dealing with a lot of stuff like this, it could just be a lot of co- coincidences. And you're kind of just reframing what is happening. Like you can, you can reframe this into like anything. You know, you can just try to make a story around these events happening and you can make a story about what's happening in the, on the back end and you you can come up with a million different stories this is just one of them so that's why I, i'm not trying to take this stuff as like fact and always believing it but it could be a possibility along with uh, dozens of other possibilities i need to take a moment to speak on pence with his treason complete many of you know uh, of his dealings and political posturing Prior to the infamous day at the Capitol, Pence was already wheeling and dealing way back during the 2016 election season with, wait for it, Paul Ryan. Remember Ryan, the rhino speaker of the House? Look at these emails that were recently revealed. And he shows some emails. Pence, Ryan, emails. Pence was not was also involved in the scheme to oust Trump sometime during the first four years that was orchestrated by Rod Rogenstein uh, and supported by the Clintons. The plan to get rid of Trump become uh, become president, and then appoint Rod Richardson as a new VP. Why would they want that? Because they felt Pence could be controlled. See the links for the Part one, part 3 series. Okay, I guess he has links to the series on that. I, I don't know too much about that, so I'm not going to dive into it. More could be said, but I don't want this letter to become more of the book than it already is. Let me try to go through this a little bit, because this is, this is pretty long. Let me try to skip to the end, because... Uh, not really much more was said. Um, let's see. Let's see. So what comes next? I don't have to be in the particulars, but I can give you milestones to watch for the coming days unfold. Expect the emergency broadcast system to be activated. The FCC just rele- uh, recently released the memorandum speaking to the requirements under federal law to send messages from the president to the public. Now, this is probably the most likely thing to happen, especially first, because big tech has obviously 
they they silence Trump's voice, possibly because he has something that he wants to say, or because they're just trying to take him out and make him irrelevant. See, both are totally possible. So it's going to force Trump to use the emergency broadcast system. What I'm hoping is that he uses it and he comes out. We found this. We have an investigation. We have FBI, CIA, blah, blah, blah reports of this, that, and the other thing. So and so and so and so. They're all going to jail. That would be amazingly beautiful. That's wishful thinking. If that happens, oh, my, that will, that will change the world. So then he has step two, expect confusion. We are in a battle for our republic against the elites that are attempting the very coup that they are accusing Trump of. In battle, they will be dis disinformation, but no, the plans are being fulfilled. Expect high-profile arrests to take place over the next 12 days, and at any time, you may wake up one morning to find someone in high office is no longer there. Expect this to be a bumpy ride to the very end. This is not a television show with things resolved in 45 minutes. Expect more bombshell evidence to be released between now and January 20th. Expect some sort of internet blackout or outage. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail are likely going to be affected. If you don't have alternate forms of communication established, it would be good and ideal to start forming them, even if it's just checking in with your next-door neighbor. Expect Trump to be inaugurated on January 20th. Expect an executive order from 2018 or the Insurrection Act to be enacted. This does not mean martial law. Remember that we have un been under a state of emergency since 2018, which gives the president many powers to act. Um, I think he concludes, as the days unfold, let's maintain communications amongst ourselves and try to help our neighbor to understand what is happening. Turn off the television. As they have demonstrated, they clearly only falsify falsely the media to maintain control over your thinking. Do not despair, but pray for your country for Trump and his supporters and the nation representatives will be stirred nationwide. The next 12 days will be something to tell the grandchildren it's 1776 all over again. Now, I, I mean, let's be real. I, I hope, I hope, I, obviously I don't want there to be the big blackout, but I hope something crazy and groundbreaking happen, happens. Uh, we have 10 days left now, and it seems like not really much has happened, at least publicly. Um, we've got to wait for a statement from Trump. Hopefully it comes out saying something, something, something really good. Because I feel like the longer Trump waits, the bigger of what he's going to say is going to come out. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. I'm just telling you what I guess his theory is. Doesn't seem like he knows any inside information. Um, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to go on what Linwood says anymore because he just says some crazy stuff. And it seems like... None of it has really came to fruition, at least not yet. I mean, I'm, I'm not discrediting him. I'll, I'll listen to what he says and, like, take it with a grain of salt. But if, if stuff comes out, at least with Lynn Wood, that verifies stuff that he's been saying uh, over time has been coming true, then I'll start to take him way more seriously. But right now, you know, he be real with yourself. He comes out, he says some crazy stuff. But who knows? Maybe he, he's got the inside scoop. But we'll see. Pakistan has been hit with possibly the biggest blackout in world history. So I, when I went to go Google Pakistan blackout, I found very little on it, very little, especially from the mainstream news. Now, I want to show you who did report on it. BN News, don't even know what that is. The New York Times actually reported on it. Financial Times, Voice of America, Rutgers, Economic Times, Rutgers, uh, the News International, Geo, Geo News, I mean, Barely anything from the from the mainstream, and besides, I guess, New York Times. It seems to be the only mainstream one on there, and they only have one article. You're not seeing any CNN, MSNBC, whatever. Now, this, in my opinion, should be more concerning 
than anything. So the Pakistan is experiencing the worst blackout in history, possibly the worst. 200 million people experienced the blackout. That's insane. And no one is talking about it. And then a blackout hit the Vatican. Now, that blackout that hit the Vatican, I will be honest with you guys, there's been no official reports, no official confirmation of a blackout at the Vatican. Okay? I need to be very clear there. This is 10, that's a million times scarier than COVID, and not a peep from the mainstream media. Listen, can you imagine 200 million people in America going without power for a few days? It would be madness. It would be chaos. And it could result in a lot of deaths. Now, we have to, I have to be honest. I have to be intellectually honest like I always am. When I was looking up my research on Pakistan's blackout, it turns out that Pakistan has a history of blackouts. So this goes back to what I'm saying is when events happen in the world, it can be just normal world news. It doesn't always have to be related and tied into this big world conspiracy. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is. I'm just telling you guys the possibilities of the experience in this world. It is possible that the that, that blackout, it's possible there wasn't even a blackout in the Vatican. It's possible there was. But either way, it could just be normal world news. The thing that makes it a little bit suspect is the fact that the mainstream media isn't really even covering one of the worst blackouts in history. Like, why? Is it just because our news cycle right now is too jam-packed with, you know, orange man bad? That's another possibility. Is it a possibility that maybe they're the editors at the top, the people at the top are sending the word down, you know, don't cover it. We don't want people to know about it. Is that a possibility? Yes. What I'm saying is, the point I'm trying to make is don't go full QAnon, okay? <laughs> what I'm trying to make is... Look at things critically. I mean, don't always jump to this conspiracy. Hey, it could be the conspiracy, but don't don't go too deep into it. It's interesting. It's fun. Conspiracy, QAnon stuff, it's fun. It's interesting. It's spooky. It's scary. But cover all angles. Play devil's advocate whenever you read anything that sounds too good to be true or sounds a little outrageous. Play devil's advocate. Guess what? I was one of the people that knew coronavirus, the COVID epidemic was going to come. I knew that was going to come back in 2016. Okay? I knew that was going to come. So don't think that I'm, I'm, that these things don't come true. These crazy, wild world things don't come true. They do. All I'm saying is think, take a step back, play devil's advocate, and then try to come up with your conclusion. So Kim Jong-un threatens to build more nukes and bring the U.S. to its knees as Trump's term ends. North Korea dictator uh, Kim Jong-un called the U.S. his country's arch enemy. So this is what happens when Trump is uh, expected to leave office. The rest of the world, the evil dictators of the world, are happy. They want to start to take advantage of, one, the civil unrest of the country, and two, the transition of to a weak power. So this was covered by actually NBC, and let's see how their article goes. I remember when Trump was going to start World War III? That never happened. So days before the end of president's uh, presidency, time in office, came, uh, North Korean dictator called the United States his country's arch enemy, while threatening to expand its nuclear arsenal, state media reported on Saturday. Our, our ex uh, external political activities must focus on our arch enemy and the fundamental obstacles to our revolutionary development, the United States. Kim told the 8th Congress of the Workers' Party of Korea, the state-run Korean uh, Central 
news agency reported. The efforts will focus on overpowering and bringing them to their knees, he added. I don't know how he expects to overpower us. I mean, come on. Our military will just be gone in a blink of an eye. Kim was once uh, courted by Trump, who misused uh, in 2018 that the pair fell in love after exchanging letters. <laughs> Trump's comments came after the pair held a historic summit in Singapore to discuss denuclearization of Korea's peninsula in the June of that year. A second summit in Vietnam ended earlier with two men unable to reach an agreement. Any warmth between the leaders appeared to have been diminished Saturday as Kim also disclosed a list of high-tech weapon systems under development, although he insisted his country was a reasonable nuclear state and would not abuse its weapons unless first threatened. In an apparent attempt to also apply pressure on the incoming administration, President Biden, Kim said, whoever takes office in the U.S., is its basic nature and hostile uh, policy will never change. I think Kim might see, oh shit, things are going back to the way of the established way of order, and that threatens my way of life, and that's when he acts erratically. Trump knows how to deal with Kim. The reason why Kim is acting this way because he he wants to survive, and Trump, instead of squashing and destroying, I guess he was like, let me help you survive for the better. I, I think. I, I mean, I'm just speaking out my bum right now. Um, at least that's my takeaway from it. Whereas if you try to squash him like a bug, that's when they, you need to act erratic. You know, Kim is like, well, if you do anything to me, I'm just going to blow you up. I'm just going to send this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So he's trying to, you know, like, you know, hey, hey, all bark, no bite. You know, just trying to scare you away. Um, because he knows when the established order comes back in, they, they're going to just try to, you know, take global dominance control. And that's what scares him. But uh, I'm not going to read any more of this article. Let me know what you guys think. Go download America Now News in the App Store. I'll give you guys the real news all day, every day. We just passed Fox. We just beat Fox. Go download America Now News in the App Store. Coming soon to Google. Rate it five stars. Leave it a nice review. Now, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to my podcast. You can go subscribe on all the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.